Have you had a listen to Taylor Swift's latest album, Midnight's? Chances are you have. After it was released, the top 10 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 were 10 songs from the album. A marvellous feat. And at last count, the song Antihero had already been listened to 208,996,600 times on Spotify. It was released on the 21st of October. But let's take a closer look at Antihero because it teaches us something about shame and self-loathing. And we might even be able to extrapolate some tips about how to relate to shame in a way that can soften it just a little. Taylor, I call her Taylor, has stated that the song Antihero is autobiographical especially in terms of her battle with her own anxiety and insecurities. On Instagram, she wrote, This song really is a real guided tour throughout all the things I tend to hate about myself. We all hate things about ourselves, she said. So yeah, I like Antihero a lot because I think it's really honest. Now, this is really interesting from the get-go. She makes the point here that we all, hate things about ourselves. Feelings of shame and self-loathing are present in all of us. In fact, one of my previous videos was titled Born to Feel Worthless, which was making the point that we all feel shame because it's built in to our evolved brains. You can check out that video here where I talk about the function of shame and how it evolved to manage social threats. But I think it's helpful when someone like Taylor makes the point that we all experience it. Even her, one of the most successful and popular people ever, even she can experience shame, self-loathing, self-hatred and insecurity. And so it makes sense that we might experience some of this too. And importantly, it's not our fault. It's a part of our evolved brain and the feeling of shame, the fact that we even experience it, was part of the design. Which is unfortunate, I know. Shame can be a very painful emotion. But being born to feel worthless, as painful as it is, does not mean that we are worthless. So, tip one. We all feel shame. It's not our fault. In fact, it's part of our common humanity and as such, oddly enough, connects us via this shared human experience. Next, some of the lyrics are very insightful. As she says, I have this thing where I get older but just never wiser. Shame is often driven by a self-hating self-criticism that offers global negative self-statements. I am old and foolish is kind of what she's saying. This is why, with shame, we tend to hide our true selves away. We feel self-conscious and inadequate. It's actually very demotivating and exhausting. Right from the first line of the song, Taylor is putting herself down in very general, hostile terms. Shame often comes along with thoughts or self-talk, such as, I am bad, I am stupid, I'm ugly, I'm boring. I'm a failure. Tip two, 
try to catch yourself and those global negative self-statements. It's not about trying to convince ourselves that we're perfect, but it is important to bring awareness to the good bits and the not so good bits, the nuance of all the many facets of who we are. She then talks about how this keeps her up at night, exacerbating her depression, filling her mind with regret. Shame feels isolating, lonely and painful. And while different to shame, we can also hear the feelings of guilt in her lyrics, the things she's done, ghosting people, hurting people, and the self-consciousness and remorse that goes along with that. This is important because actually, telling the difference between shame and guilt is often very helpful. As I mentioned a moment ago, shame is related to those global negative self-statements, such as, I am bad. But guilt is related to behaviour, things we've done that might have had negative impact on others. In other words, I have done something bad. And the key here is to learn from these past behaviours, to work hard to avoid those happening again and maybe even to make amends or repair the damage that we might have caused. If you'd like to see one of my previous videos discussing shame versus guilt, you can find that video here. Tip three is to be able to tell the difference between shame, I am bad, and guilt, I've done something bad. And rather than let guilt become a driver of shame, See if it can be a driver of improvement and repair. A bit later in the song Antihero, Taylor says, I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day I'll watch as you're leaving. This is key. Shame is a self-conscious emotion, all about how I might be held in the minds of others and that I'll be judged, disapproved of, disliked and ultimately rejected or abandoned. Remember, from an evolutionary point of view, primitive humans were most in danger if they were out in the wilds alone. Being abandoned or ostracized from the group meant certain death. To this day, disapproval, rejection, abandonment, all of this creates intense feelings of threat. It feels like life or death. And shame was designed to make us sensitive to such social threats and avoid it at all costs. And so shame can feel a lot like life and death too. So tip number four, remember that shame is a really tough thing to feel. It hurts and it relates directly to some fundamental aspects of what it is to be human. If you can, bring a little bit of care and sympathy to yourself and those feelings of shame, not pity, or anything like that, just a care and kindness, a sympathetic concern that this is tough stuff. And then comes the chorus. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Shame can become so central to our personal identity and sense of self. We see ourselves as all bad and all to blame. Blame and shame are closely related in all this. When we feel ashamed, we feel like we're wholly to blame for everything. And then she says, at tea time, everybody agrees. 
here is that sense of social threat and not just anyone, but our nearest and dearest. Tea time is that when we're sitting together with close relations, having a meal, and there she is feeling like everyone who's close to her sees her as the problem. Mind reading can be an important driver of shame. We interpret and often misinterpret others as if they are judging us as shameful. Now that's not to say that we're never judged by others or that we never judge others. We are human and this kind of comes along with the human brain too. But we have to watch the mind reading and the fearful assumptions and interpretations that can go along with it. Tip number five relates to managing blame. Yes, we want to take responsibility for the things we do in life, but we want to find that appropriate level of responsibility. Rarely is one person the whole problem. For a start, we've been shaped by life experiences and the treatment we've received along the way from others. And second, there are often other people in the mix. Certainly, we don't want to just go around blaming everyone else for our problems. But nor do we want to take all the blame ourselves. Finally, my favourite line in the song is in the chorus too. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. This is so evocative. I recently created a video called Self-Compassion in the Mirror, a daily practice. You can see this video here. And Taylor makes the point that often she would rather do things that cause her more pain than to pause, breathe, and really see herself, validate herself, comfort herself, appreciate herself. I know many people who say that every morning they stand in front of the mirror to brush their teeth or brush their hair or do their makeup and so on. And yet many of them say that they do all of that without really looking at themselves, without really seeing themselves, their face, their eyes, the person there behind those eyes, the person who can suffer sometimes. So this is tip six. The true antidote to shame is self-compassion. Bringing a compassionate motivation to yourself. One that validates the suffering, reassures the anxieties and insecurities, affirms the strengths and achievements, and encourages proactive, kind, caring, helpful actions to take next. You can do that via self-compassion in the mirror. Or you can do that through imagery work or meditation. Or you can do that through speaking or writing practices. Or perhaps by practicing compassion and cultivating your compassionate self. Because compassion is in there too and evolved as part of our species. Shame is in there, but so is its antidote, compassion. In an interview Taylor did with Jimmy Fallon, she said, shame. You know, love to write about that one. Self-loathing, I could go on. But I think with time and with the more albums I put out, making albums, making things, writing things, feels like a way to sort of suck the poison out of a snake bite. There is hope for us all. We can work through our shame. 
Silence often maintains it. Hiding it only makes it stronger. But moving towards shame, looking at it, understanding it, and maybe even sharing it with someone you can trust, there's a good chance that it'll soften and become much less impactful, much less painful. Please let me know what your thoughts are about all this. What did you think of Taylor's song, Antihero, or her whole album? Were there other lessons or insights that you've taken from her lyrics and music? Or do you have other thoughts about how to soften shame? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks so much for watching.